This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, DMV? How's everybody doing tonight? 106.7 The Fan is on your AM, FM doubts on the Odyssey app, and it is on our stream at thefandc.com. However you're tuned in today, we appreciate you hanging out with us for just a bit. I'm Danny Noakes. I got my guy Connor in studio producing the show. We're with you until 10 o'clock tonight, 800-636-1067. That's the MGM National Harbor listener line. We're going to be wide open here for the next three and a half hours. No interview scheduled, so that means plenty of time to get your calls in, questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to get off your chest. There's a lot going on in the DMV right now between the Commanders, the Caps, the Wizards, the Nationals also just getting going with spring training in the last week or so, and they've got their first couple of games down there in West Palm Beach coming up tomorrow and Sunday, respectively. Not to mention, we've got Wizards basketball to keep an eye on tonight. It's the Wiz and the Knicks, 7 o'clock tip-off from Capital One Arena Wizards trying to extend that win streak. We'll spend some time talking Wizards basketball. We'll check in on the scoreboard here throughout tonight's show. So there's a lot to look forward to, a lot to get to, and we're going to begin tonight as we have often done over the last few months and with the Washington Commanders because yesterday we saw the Commanders introduce their new offensive coordinator and assistant head coach, Eric Bieniemy press conference yesterday and a lot to take away from that press conference. Bieniemy taking questions. There was somewhat of a media scrum towards the end of that as well and a lot of good information to be taken from that. So a lot of people noting his enthusiasm, the confidence in his outgoing personality. It really stood out as he got up there to the podium, took questions, and you could really feel his excitement beyond or behind uh beyond this role that he's now going to be taking and uh, there were just a couple of quotes too that i thought stood out to me when he said first comfort is the enemy of progress that was something that i think is a common sentiment for a lot of motivational speakers and a lot of motivational quotes that you might see but i i definitely understand what he's saying there and i understand that in his position it's exactly what he's trying to do is is he's trying to elevate himself as a professional. He's trying to take the next step. And it's kind of somewhat contradictory to his other statements about not wanting to focus on a head coaching job uh, because why would you move on from pretty much the perfect situation in Kansas City if not to at some point become a head coach? I don't think that was his point, though. I think his point was that he's focused on the task at hand, which is being the commander's offensive coordinator and uh, obviously their assistant head coach as well. Now, he also was talking about chopping wood and how this offense is going to get after it. I don't anticipate that there will be any shortage of running the football next season when you're talking about Brian Robinson Jr., you're talking about Antonio Gibson. I mean, it is... 
they've got plenty of talent in the backfield there. Not to mention you've got Terry McLaurin on the outside, as well as Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson, who had a fantastic rookie season. And speaking of Terry McLaurin, there is video of Scary Terry chopping it up with Eric Bieniemy, and it's a really cool video. You know, it's a cool behind-the-scenes look at one of actually it probably was their first interaction uh certainly in person eric Bieniemy and terry mclaurin and terry mentioned you could see this conversation through various outlets on twitter uh, if you haven't already by the way uh and terry mentioned the discipline and hard work of the wide receiver group and i think that's a really good way to describe what this unit brings to the table right now especially terry himself and, and obviously he is the stalwart. He is the leader of that group. He's the leader of not just the offense, but one of the lead, the best leaders that this team has right now. So it was really cool to see Terry, obviously, in attendance there, along with Sam Howell. Jahan Dotson was there. Brian Robinson Jr. was there. Cam Curl was there. A couple of other guys were there as well. And, and I thought that that said a lot about how excited these guys are with Eric Bieniemy coming to town to be the new offensive coordinator. And... I give credit to the enemy too because he had to respond to a few hot button topics with regard to his employment with the commanders. He shot down the notion that he's here to become the team's next head coach in the future. I mentioned that his comments about wanting to stay focused on the now is somewhat contradictory to his quote about comfort being the enemy of progress, right? Now, Progress in the NFL can mean a lot of different things, but when you're talking about a Super Bowl winning coordinator who's coming fresh off of winning one of those Super Bowls and playing with the best quarter and coaching the best quarterback in the league, rather, well, what other next step is there to take than becoming a head coach, right? Obviously, he's he has that on his mind for the future, but I, I understand that at this point in time, the job at hand is to be the offensive coordinator for this team. And here was his actual quote on shooting down the notion that he's going to eventually become the commander's next head coach. Quote, being a head coach right now is not in my thought process. What I'm focused on is being the best coach today with everything else will take care of itself. I live in the moment right now. My feet are planted here End quote. So that's obviously a great thought to have and a, and a great mentality to have. I certainly take him on his word. But deep down, obviously, uh, he wants to be a head coach someday. That that would just, I mean, unless he's content being an offensive coordinator his whole career, which I, I don't believe to be the case, because I'll remind you, he spent five seasons as the Chiefs offensive coordinator, going to three Super Bowls, winning two. But he is said to have interviewed with 15 different teams for head coaching positions, and he did not end up landing a head coaching gig. That's over the last couple of off seasons. 15 different teams he interviewed with for head coaching positions. That's one shy of half the league. So, and, and again, not an offensive coordinator position, a head coaching position. So he obviously wants to become a head coach, and you can't blame him for that. But I'm glad that he's focused on the task at hand here. Now, something else he acknowledged real quick before we get to a break. Shady McCoy, LaShawn McCoy made some comments both on Twitter and on, I think, Speak for Yourself on Fox Sports 1, not a program that I ever tune into, but... I saw some of his comments. I read his tweets as well. Obviously, Shady McCoy, former Eagles Chiefs running back, very good. Did play for Eric Bieniemy while in Kansas City at the end of his career. But uh, McCoy's getting kind of outspoken about Bieniemy, saying that he doesn't think Bieniemy has the, quote, traits or skills you need to be a good coordinator, 
which I don't think that that's really up for debate. He's been a coordinator. He's won two Super Bowls. He's clearly, at the very least, a good coordinator. Now, if you want to take a step and say he's not going to have the traits or skills you need to be a good head coach, okay, you can make that case right now because he hasn't been a head coach. But when he does become one someday, and he inevitably will if he wants to be, well, then we'll really have the answer to that question. But to contrast that too, Jamal Charles, another former chief that played for Eric Bieniemy, played four years. He came out in defense of Bieniemy, and, and Jamal Charles, obviously very good in his time with the Chiefs as well. And then Patrick Mahomes also came out and had very kind words for Eric Bieniemy on Twitter. So there's still a lot to figure out, a lot of time before any football games even get played. But as I said a couple of days ago, the Commanders surprisingly deserve a lot of credit for being patient, getting the guy they wanted. Of all the names that were thrown around as the next offensive coordinator of the team, he was the biggest, most accomplished name. He's being courted by several different teams in the NFL. Now, there's a chance that it could all go wrong. Certainly have to acknowledge that. But the commanders needed to take a chance. And this seems like it's as good as a chance that they're going to get to revitalize the offense that not only has a ton of talent on that side of the ball, they want to continue Ron Rivera's mentality of running the football while also ensuring that they get the ball into the hands of guys like Terry Curtis and Jahan Dotson. So did you like what you heard from Eric Bieniemy in his press conference? 800-636-1067. We can take some calls in the next segment. What did you think of Eric Bieniemy's first public appearance as Washington's new offensive coordinator and assistant head coach coming up at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. We'll continue our discussion on the commanders, but look into the news that broke later on yesterday with Jeff Bezos hiring an investment firm for a potential bid on these Washington commanders. Stick around. Lots more football coming your way. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. Danny Noakes with you for overtime tonight on 106.7 The Fan. Glad you could make it. We got Connor in studio producing the show in a wide open three-plus hours. 800-636-1067 is the MGM National Harbor listener line. Feel free to give us a ring there. We're talking commanders. We're talking new offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy and assistant head coach. It's important to tack on that last little bit to his title because obviously that is a big part of what was a promotion for him. 800-636-1067 if you want to jump in for this segment. We'll be here for the next couple of minutes. It'll be a little bit shorter than a normal segment. But on somewhat of the same level, somewhat of a... I guess it's actually directly related to a domino falling with Eric Bieniemy coming here to Washington, D.C. People were wondering who the Kansas City Chiefs would replace such a transcendent and important part of the Chiefs offense. And yes, I use that word because obviously you win two Super Bowls and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have the most to do with it. But obviously they had a well-oiled machine there in Kansas City. So the Chiefs actually made their move and replaced Eric Bieniemy today, and they did so with Matt Nagy, which is interesting because obviously Matt Nagy, most recently, if you'll remember, his last head coaching stint was with the Chicago Bears, but Nagy got fired by the Bears after a 6-11 season in 2021, and then he came back to the Chiefs this past season as the quarterback's coach and senior offensive assistant. Now, what's interesting more so about about the Nagy situation is that he was the Chiefs offensive coordinator on Andy Reid's staff in 2016 and 2017, which was their last two seasons 
with Alex Smith as the starting quarterback. And the Chiefs, 20th in the league in yards, 13th in scoring in 2016, but then big jump in 2017, 5th in yards and 6th in scoring. That was where you really started to see the Chiefs start to become what they are today. But with Alex Smith at quarterback, obviously they didn't have the same offensive firepower that they would have starting in 2018 when they went to Patrick Mahomes for the first time. So Matt Nagy is the guy that is going back and his stint in Chicago, very up and down. He was 34 and 31, which generally in the NFL is not a terrible record, but if you're right around 500, you're going to be considered along the likes of Jeff Fisher and Ron Rivera, right? Their career records are, are right around 500. And although they've had very sec- successful careers, none of those guys have, have really been able to get over the hump and win a Super Bowl. So we'll see if Nagy ultimately gets uh, another shot to be a head coach. Remember, he was the NFL coach of the year in 2018, won the NFC North there with Chicago that season. So he does know what he's doing, at least offensively. And well, I guess from a X's and O's standpoint, I don't know how much of a role he played in the Bears selecting Mitchell Trubisky over the likes of Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes and uh, others as well that were a part of, of a very talented quarterback draft there. But Eric Bieniemy is here in D.C. now, and he is going to have a pretty stocked cabinet full of players to try and get the ball to this offseason. In the first segment, we talked about his press conference yesterday and some of the takeaways that there were. Obviously, he's a very confident individual. Uh, You know, he's someone that's not afraid to speak his mind, and he's pretty forthcoming, at least from what we've seen in in just one press conference so far. Now the attention will shift to how Eric Bieniemy will staff out the rest of the offensive coaching spots that are vacant with the exit of Scott Turner. And they'll also turn towards the NFL draft. The NFL scouting combine obviously comes before that. And then later on in the early, or at least the first half of 2023 here, you'll have OTAs, You'll have mini camps, and then as we get into the second half of 2023, you got training camp and the preseason before we finally get back to the regular season, which I know we're all wishing that it wasn't so far away, a little under seven months at this point, but we'll get there, people. We'll get there. But I want to make sure that we get to the 7 o'clock hour without going too far over. So what we'll do here is we'll step aside. We'll take a quick break. We're just a couple of minutes away from the Washington Wizards tipping off. So in the 7 o'clock hour, we will get you a scoreboard update to let you know how the Wiz are doing. They're hosting the New York Knicks tonight. It's the first game back for the Wiz after the All-Star break. But coming up next, Jeff Bezos. He hired an investment firm for a potential commander's bid. It's really the news that a lot of people have been waiting for. And not just here in D.C., not just the commanders, but NFL owners. It really sounds like they want Bezos to just go ahead and buy this thing. Maybe they want to just get rid of Dan Snyder, or maybe they just want that Amazon money. Maybe they want that Bezos money. It's probably, as with most things on this planet, a little bit of both. So we'll talk about the news that Bezos hired an investment firm, his potential commander's bid, what it means going forward, coming up next on 106.7 The Fan.